And I know each and every one of you want to praise God for yourself because of his goodness, because of his grace, because of his love, because of his mercy, because of his goodness, because of his everlasting power, because of who he is. Praise ye the Lord. Let us pray. Father, we thank your God for this day. We praise your God for your mercy and for your grace and for your goodness and for that great love, oh God, that you have for each and every one of us. We praise your God because we know we wouldn't be here without you, oh God. And Father, we thank you, oh God, because... You are looking down on each and every one of us. Lord, you know each and every need. You know each and every situation. Lord, you know each and every condition. And Father, those, O oh God, that are not here with us, O oh God, those, O oh God, that are sick and afflicted, touch their bodies right now. Lord, strengthen them, O oh God, with your anointing power, O oh God, and keep them, O oh God. Bless, O oh God. Continue, O oh God, to bless and touch Sister Marie, right now, touch her body, O oh God. Continue, O oh God, to touch and bless uh, my wife's body, O oh God. Strengthen her right now, Lord Jesus. And Lord Jerry Vincent, O oh God, continue, O oh God, to touch her, O oh God, and keep her and strengthen her, O oh God. And Father, and all the other requests, O oh God, that were made and that are on the wall, O oh God, touch each and every one of them, O oh God. Have your way right now, Father. And, Lord, as your word go forth, O oh God, let it touch hearts and souls, O oh God, because I don't know, O oh God, what people need, but we know you know, because you know all things, O oh God. And continue, O oh God, to bless our pastor and continue to touch his body, O oh God, and just have your way, O oh God, within his life, and continue, O oh God, to be, O oh God, what you need to be in his life, O oh God. And bless each and every elder, O oh God, of our congregation, O oh God, and each and every member, O oh God, and each and every one on the call right now, Father. Have your way, Father, right now. And we'd be so careful to give you all the honor and all the glory, Father, and all the praise, Father, because you're worthy of it all. And you're blessed and you're holy in your almighty name, we pray. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. I will try not to be before you too long. I praise God for being here. Praise God for each and every one of you. And if I would pick a subject today, it would be be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. And in uh, Psalms, the 46th chapter, I'm reading from the King James Version. Psalms 46. Uh, verse 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. 
I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Verse 11 says that God, the Lord of hosts, is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Let's go to uh, that same chapter, beginning at verse 1. I'm going to read verses 1 through 3. And in your own time, read the whole chapter. It says, God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah. And in verse 8 it says, Come behold the works of the Lord, what desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease and to the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. If you look at and see what's all the stuff that's going on today, it's been going on since the beginning of time, but sometimes we get fearful. We see things happening. We see volcanoes and earthquakes and floods, but there's really nothing we, can, we ourselves can do about that. The only one we can hope on and trust in is the Lord because he is our strength. He is our refuge. He is our help in time of trouble. So we can't be fearful because what's going on now, wars and rumors of wars and, and all the other natural disasters, is, is going to continue to happen. But you know what? God has our back. He has our back. Because we are the children of God, and God knows our needs. Look in uh, Mark, the fourth chapter. And we're going to look at verse 39. Now what has happened here is 
Jesus was healing the sick. He was with his disciples. He was with his disciples and he was healing the sick and he became tired. So what he wanted to do was he wanted to go. Let's look at verse 35. We're going to start there. And the same day when he, when even was come, he said unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there was also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And you're probably thinking of the Titanic, you know, when... <laughs> And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? That's something we would do. Man, all this stuff is happening to me. Where is God? I'm going through all this. Where is God, why is this only happening to me? Where is God? And listen to what God's going to tell us to do. And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And in the Greek, that means hush. That's all he said. He said, hush. Hush. That's all he said. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. So when we get in trouble, and when things happen to us, instead of saying, where is God? We need to be still. We need to be still. Because if we, if when, we, when we're still, then we can know that he is God. We can see what he can do. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And their reaction was, and they, in verse 41, and they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? What we need to do is, number one, be still. But we also need to let God control our lives 
And we need to sometimes hush. That's H-U-S-H. Sometimes we just need to hush. Because when we don't hush, and when we try to figure things out ourselves, the problem just gets bigger. And then it gets bigger. And then we, now I got to try to figure out what to do about this. Now I got to figure out what to do about that. And it just keeps getting bigger. It starts to snowball. Because we can't do anything about it. Be still and know that I am God. Peace, be still. You know, the world wants us to rush. The world wants us to be busy. And God asks us to be still. We were, we were coming here today, and I was going down, coming down a street, and a car in front of me was getting ready to turn um, into, into a parking space. So, you know, we had to slow down, and there was traffic behind us. So the car behind me, now this is just a, a two-lane street. So the car behind me, they were in a hurry. And it's like, I got to slow down because of the car in front of me. They're trying to pass me on the other side when there's only one lane there. And traffic is coming the other direction. And I'm thinking, okay, you're either going to cause an accident because you're probably going one block up and you're going to turn. You don't know how to be still. You don't know how to just calm down. And take your time. You're still going to get there. You're still going to get there. And that's, that's our problem. We can't wait. I got to hurry up. I got to do the, I got to get there. And you'll get there half a minute early. <laughs> when you just calm down, you'll still get there on time. But that's how that, God wants us to just hush and take it easy. And let him do it. And let him be what we need him to be in our lives. Sometimes we need to just meditate. In Romans 12 and 1 and 2 it says, I'll, I'll let you guys get there, but you, this is a familiar scripture. Romans 12, 1 and 2 this is, this is part of what we need to do also is, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, this is the verse that we need to go by. Verse number two says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Our mind, we need to just let our mind think on these things. Think on Christ. Think on what he's done for us so that we can grow in him. We don't know how to meditate. We don't know how to just think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me because our soul cries out, hallelujah, praise God for saving me.
Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Even though the disciples were with him, they didn't believe in him. The disciples were with him in that boat, but they didn't think he could do what he said he could do. They didn't think that the power was in him. And when he showed them what he had, they couldn't believe it. King of kings, Lord of lords. Well, guess what? We have him with us right now. Each and every one of us that is a child of God, we have God on the inside. If we got him on the inside, we got to let the world see him on the outside. We got to let the world see what we have on the inside so that they may want him too. Also in, um, let's look at Colossians. Colossians chapter 1, uh, verses 21 and 22 says, Now this is what we were, but this is not what we are now. And you, in verse 21 it says, And you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, Yet now hath he reconciled in the body, in verse 22 it says, in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. And in, ver and in uh, Ephesians chapter 4, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 23 says, and we're talking about that mind again, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. In verse 23 it says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Meditate on the Lord. It's good to read the Bible. It's good to pray. But sometimes we just have to just clear our minds. We have so much on our mind. We're thinking, too, we're thinking sometimes too much. I don't know what to do. But God does. Think on him. Think on these things. If we think on him, if we meditate on him, as we're reading the word, the word will grow in us. God will grow in us. We, don't, we won't have all these fearful moments and I don't know what to do because you know what? God knows what to do. He has control over all things. No matter what Putin may say over there in Russia about you know, using nuclear weapons against the Ukraine, and hinting to us that may be doing it to us too. You know what? God is in control. Right. Right. Yeah. We are. 
We are human. And God is immortal. He can do all things. That's why we got to trust in him. We can't be fearful. We can't fret. Because God knows exactly what to do. He is our strength. He is our refuge. Um, Proverbs, the 18th chapter, verse 10, says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. We're safe. We're safe. We're safe. We're safe. We're safe. We're safe. Be still and know that I am God. Peace. Be still. Peace. Be still. And be still and know that I am God. I'm going to give you a few more scriptures. You can write them down and read them. Uh, Psalms, the 18th chapter, verse 2. Second Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verse 10. Psalms, 145, verse 18. And Romans 8.28. And Ephesians, when I, when I uh, read Ephesians 4.23, read uh, verses uh, 35 through 41 in that. Ephesians uh, the fourth chapter, verses 35 through 41. And if somebody asks what is my Monday morning moment, it is, <laughs> peace be still and know that I am God. Oh, he's